A long time ago, there was a famous Korean monk called Won Hyo in Korea. Uh, at the age of 44, uh, six, in 661, uh, he set out a long journey with his close friend, Oi Sang, to study Buddhism in China. One day during the trip, it rained, the day, uh, the day became uh, dark. He and his friend tried to find a shelter to sleep. While sleeping in a cave at night, there he felt a severe thirst and grabbed something uh, near him. Perceiving, uh, perceiving it to be a god, he drank the water in it. He felt so good that he slept very well. The next morning, when he woke up, he found that the place he slept was actually an a ancient tomb scattered with uh, human skulls and skeletons. At once, he felt so disgusted that he threw everything in his stomach. Strangely, that very experience brought him to a moment of great enlightenment. The, disgust, the disgusting feeling was not from the water itself, but from his mind. He realized that everything depends on the mind. Individual perceptions can create values that people call good and bad, but not the object itself. After that unusual experience, he changed his mind. Instead of going to China, he came back to Korea to teach his own understanding of Buddhism. Reflecting, reflecting on the relationship between Buddha's wisdom and acts, he concluded that although compassionate acts, compassionate acts are the external function of his inner wisdom, they are not actually uh, divisible. Faith is the chemical combination of internal essence and external function. Only you look at in the innerness or outerness, probably you uh, misunderstood what the real faith is. So faith in its deepest sense the function of one mind. Remarkably, Jesus' teachings was analogical to one who's enlightenment. 
Here we find a such a similar idea in today's text in the Gospel of Mark. Like one whole, Jesus argued that the real faith is not the art form of cultural and uh, social customs or social conventions, but the inward transformation of faith. Jesus saw that art form of rituals and customs was the expression of the innermost mind. So mind, inner mind and art form is not separated. Actually, one thing, one mind. Remarkable. Uh, <clears throat> so when some of Jesus' disciples were eating without washing hands, Jewish religious readers, actually mostly who? Uh, who? Uh, the Pharisees asked Jesus why his disciples had not gone through uh, the uh, ceremonial washing. Here, the Pharisees raised two important uh, issues. Number one, the problem of unwashed hands. Number two, the problem of kosher food. How many of you have heard the, uh, the kosher food? You know that one. The two issues essentially belong to Jewish dietary uh, restrictions. In studying the book of Leviticus, the British anthropologist Mary Douglas uh, discovered that Jewish dietary law, actually, uh, kosher is not a matter of hygiene, clean or not clean. Rather, it reflects the Jewish cultural system. Jewish people required proper dietary procedures. When animals, birds, fish, and other things are declared unclean or polluted, they are all excluded from eating. For example, because pork, pork is not kosher, the eating of the pork is forbidden. This kind of elaborate classification of the dietary law is an important part of the Jewish purity system. The Jewish purity system not confined to the uh, dietary law. It extend, uh, to, uh, extends to society. For example, dirt. You know, dirt. Dirt is a relative term, which means something is out of place. Something is out of place, this dirt. So any object may be clean in one place, and but dirty in another place. Why? Because even dirt is not simply an object, but a symbolic category. Shoes themselves are not dirty. If I uh, take off my shoes, what about to put on this uh, podium or pulpit? Isn't it messy? This is clean. 
But this shoe is out of place. So it looks dirty or messy. Uh, if food is placed on the bed or uh, podium again, this is out of place. So dirty or mess. If clothes are not in the wardrobe or closet but are placed on chairs, they look also messy. So this is relative. It depends on uh, your own purity and system. What about the holder? If you hold it, you you grab everything you have. You think those are all important. So put, uh, bring all the items uh, in, uh, to your home and place it everywhere. The, the person, I don't think the person messing around uh, items, messing around uh, these items, messing around the, the uh, uh, house, not messy. It's clean. Why? Those messy things are actually meaningful, meaningful for him and for her. Likewise, the Pharisees and Scribes um, Scribes live in the classified purity system. It is their own symbolic world and symbolic cosmos. We are all, you, we are all, we all live in our own symbolic cosmos, a symbolic world. Look around this sanctuary. All are filled with, you created by your symbols, your meanings your ideas. All these uh, postures actually manifestation of the Red Deer Lake United Church members and adherents. So because they live in their, their own symbolic uh, world, they felt very comfortable. For them, these traditional customs were in order, not out of place, which were their own uh, comfort zone. Their customs were pure, clean, and good. If any people did not fit into the purity system, however, it was judged that they ought to be excluded from the uh, Jewish community. This is why exclusiveness or exclusion all the time occur in ancient times and now, today. In response to the, the question about the ceremonial washing, Jesus challenged the Pharisees and scribes' traditional conception of the purity system, saying, Listen to me, all of you, and understand there is nothing outside the person that by going in can defile. The things that come out are what defile. He proclaimed 
you abandon the commandment of God and hold to human traditions. Here, we can see Jesus appeared as a limit uh, breaker. His circle is enlarging, expanding. So he crossed the forbidden and the dangerous boundaries. He was in danger. Why? He was not in order. He was out of place. He dared to disregard the food rule, uh, kosher, and the washing customs. He went further. He, he did not simply remain as a limit breaker. He wanted to redraw boundaries, calling for a new order. The new idea patterns with his following message. It is what comes out of a person that defiles, for it is from within from the human heart, their evil intentions come. Like one hill, Jesus said that any kind of desire, envy, and slander are the manifestation of the human heart, one mind. Internal essence and external functions are not separate. Rather than the categories of physical purity and pollution, his heart was full of love, Empathy, kindness, and compassion. So not surprisingly, he interacted with uh, such unclean people as lepers, uh, menstruants, and sinners. And uh, taxpayers, too. Uh, no, no, sorry, not taxpayers, you have good people. Tax collectors. <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, if any cultural system is regarded as fixed or permanent, uh, it intends to resist any change. Moreover, the clean and unclean uh, binary opposition can easily be extended to the uh, idea of moral purity, immoral purity. Oh, you are immoral guys. You are, that's unethical, actually, this kind of relative uh, 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 term. Uh, up to your own uh, symbolic uh, cosmos or world. We tend to simply assume that other people from different from us are all out of order and chaotic, messy, and dirty. So, you guys are immoral. <laughs> Therefore, any sharp binary distinction, between, uh, distinction can easily divide people into two extreme camps. Us versus them, you bastards. Whereas we are in order and pure, uh, pure, they are all out of place and thus polluted. They are polluted. If we follow the binary perception of purity and pollution, our pursuit of purity will be endless. 
This is not the ancient uh, category or uh, ancient perception of the uh, purity system. This is ongoing construction of our own purity system. Since our beliefs and feelings and negative uh, actions are not separated, negative beliefs about other people may produce negative feelings. Negative feelings. After what will happen? Ultimately, these negative feelings lead to negative actions towards them. Now we are ready to take action that bad people, those bad people. <laughs> we have witnessed, witnessed strong negative reactions against those who are different religiously, racially, and uh, sexually. There are many words. What kind of words we have? Emotional words. Xenophobia. There are so many phobias. Fear of something. Xenophobia. Islamophobia. Homophobia. Are there other phobias? Historically, when Catholic immigrants moved into the North America in the 19th century, anti-Catholic uh, sentiments prevailed. If you look at the 100, what, 200, around 150 years of world's literature, you will find huge amount of anti-Catholic literature. Actually, my PhD thesis about the anti-cult movements. I have expertise in the anti, any anti or counter uh, movement. When with the rise of Mormonism, anti-Mormon activities spread over the entire uh, continent. Mormon had to leave the, uh, the east uh, side of the, uh, the U.S., move it to the Salt Lake, Kansas is around there. They experience like the kind of exodus. Yeah. What about the Chinese workers? They, legal, uh, they um, legally immigrate to Canada and the U.S. But when they arrived here, the fear of the yellow peril, yellow peril, was rampant. The color yellow skin actually had a strong racial implications. Now, homophobic bullying uh, issues and anti-Muslim agendas receive major news coverage. We still observe that immigrants or asylum seekers are easily labeled as criminals. In this context, what would Jesus want to teach us? Or 
What would Jesus do if he were in our place? Challenging social bias and prejudice, uh, prejudice, Jesus encourages us to have one mind, the unity of internal wisdom and its external manifestation. manifestation. His welcoming arms often for all people everywhere. When we follow him, all people are included and welcomed, regardless of race, ethnicity, and gender, or sexual orientation. We witness new boundaries that are being redrawn. The ordination of women within the United Church of Canada is a good example of a few uh, uh, new boundaries that is being redrawn. Also, you guys, rather than like United Church is being an affirming church, is going is uh, also a good example of redirecting and is expanding the community. Those words on the uh, canvas, we can see the words. What kind of words do we have? I like the. Um, Happy, stewardship, communion, um, fellowship, acceptance. Also, we actually respect uh, tradition. All of these are actually our boundary marks of our experience, tradition, and our uh, perception. So all of these actually consist of the uh, Red Deer United Churches symbolic cosmos, which have been, uh, it has been created by your own one mind, inner mind and the external manifestation. These, these are the uh, manifestation or hierophany, epiphany of your inner mind. So, uh, I don't see any words such as prejudice, hatred, uh, violence, exclusiveness here. I notice that your church is expanding community Circle. As the new creed proclaims, we believe in God who has created and is creating. This faith journey that awaits us will challenge and change us. God has moved and is moving in us and moving through us. Jesus works, walked this journey and walks works it with us. We are not alone on this journey. As Apostle Paul proclaimed, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is new creation. Anything old has passed away. See? Everything has become new. Therefore, we need to create a new uh, conception of other people and our own. However, 
there are still so many uh, voices, voices unheard in the world. Those of the poor and the outcasts, women and children, as we pray, racial and sexual minorities, even animals and nature. Actually, I'd rather come again just to attend your church because I really like the trees outside the campus, especially autumn leaves. So you are blessed to worship here. As a true, commu- uh, true community is a monolithic or monoculture. New true community is multicultural and multidimensional. When all different races and cultures are embraced and integrated into our community, it will be the sign the kingdom of God is near. You sense that? I think so. <laughs> it will be this, um, we have such a goal and dream we want to accomplish. Not all of these dreams may come true. But our dream will not stop because God is always with us. Emmanuel. Uh, please rise for the singing of Voices United, 633. Bless now, O God, the journey.